welcome to the Bro League Commissioner Cast Podcast. I'm your host, the Corrupt Commissioner Joe, joined alongside my co-commissioner, Brian. Hello. Brian, this was a spicy-ass week. This, this was week. this was a, a disappointing week in many res- at respects, and also a very, it was a very, very polarizing week. Let's put it that way. And for the first time this season, we have not one, but two trades going off uh, to end the week. Well, one well, happened before the Week 10 games, one happened after the Week 10 to games. To sandwich Week number 10 games, yes. we had two trades go off, and we're going to get right into it, talking about the first trade. Um, Saturday night, mm-hmm. we have Dom trading with John Lolly. Yeah. We have Dom sending over Tua Tungavailoa to Lolly for Rashad White. How do you feel about this trade? I felt okay, when the trade happened, I felt like it was a whatever trade. Now yeah. now I feel like it's a way better trade for Dom because For Dom. Yes. Because of what happened with Lenny season 10 or week 10 how Lenny got really banged up and it looks like Rashad White's looking to kind of take over that backfield to yep. a degree. So like I said when the trade happened, I was like I mean, I was expecting Dom to either trade uh, Tua for um, a bench player or just drop him, yep. and, I, and I was going to put a bit in for him, but that didn't happen, obviously, and I think Lolly definitely upgrades from Tom Brady, who he had on yep. the team, to Tua, and then now Dom obviously has the, the security in the uh, Tampa Bay backfield, which helps them both. I thought it was a good trade overall. Yeah, I thought this at first just <laughs> shows a trash trade, Lolly seemingly getting the best of the both of, of everything, um, because Tom Brady's been so lackluster. Lolly... The week before I tried to trade Dak to Lolly, he's like, "I'm sticking with Tom Brady," <laughs> and I know it happened. We were we were playing we were playing some games with them, uh-huh. then we all left to go do a power hour, and they just kept talking. Yep, when they were alone, made the trade. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, made it happen. No, but yeah, I think you're right. Uh, the trade looks better for Dom. I think it was is heavily favored for Lolly. It evens out a little bit with Rashad White uh, taking over the backfield. Yeah. Uh, apparently, we'll see how everything goes. After buys, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, first trade of the season, not not, that not spicy. too bad, not that spicy of a trade for that trade. All right, moving on, we have the week number ten injuries. We have Mikal Harbin going on IR with an abdomen injury. Injury, yes, uh, making freeing up space with uh, um, on Kansas City's offensive uh, wide receiver line. Yep. So this happened, I believe, in practice or going into last week. Yes. Uh, uh, so not during the week, but tail end of the week, I think. Yep. I think he got a little banged up, and then it just devol- devolved into him going on IR. Yep. So. Uh, other big injuries we have: Cooper Cup going down with the sprained ankle. He is on IR. Big He's news. getting uh, surgery on it. Big hit to Mike's team. So, I don't know if he'll be back this season. They haven't ruled him out for the season. If he does come back, he will be in time for playoffs. Yeah, but I expect a late, late playoff if he does yeah, come back. So We'll see, because he still has to go. He went under the knife. Yes. So, we'll see how that actually holds up. Always scary. Uh, you have Dallas Goddard going down, um, on landing on his shoulder after getting slammed to the ground with from a face mask. Mm. Um He's on IR. Yes. Uh, that hurts Chris's team. Yes. Um, that's a big blow that's to Chris. That's a big blow to Chris's big team. Big blow to Chris. And then last but not least, you have Juju Smith-Schuster taking a mean hit to the head concussion. Uh, he's ruled out going into week 11. They immediately took him out of the game. Um, he did have some of that like free body freeze up. Yes. 
So understand why they took him out. But 100%, 100%. Big loss to the Chiefs. Yes, and then one more injury that you don't have on there, Zach Ertz going oh, down, yes. getting a, uh, a hard hit on his knee, uh, and he is also on IR out for the season. Another big blow for Dom. So uh, that's two two uh, pretty high-caliber tight ends on teams kind of out for the season, and that uh, definitely affected the waivers moving into Week 10, but we'll talk about that in a bit. Yep. So moving on to Week number 10, the results. First up, we have me versus Gooby. Um, big blow-up game. Finally, I take the, the win 172 to Gooby's. 92.05. Yeah, uh, this one was, I think, I mean, I definitely called this to be a little closer. Like, you win within 10 points. Didn't expect you to blow up for 172. Yeah. Not going to lie. I was, like, I didn't, I don't, I don't actually, still don't understand where that came from on your team. To <laughs> My me. team had was firing on all cylinders. Yeah. <laughs> going through it. We had a big games from Mahomes at 31, um, Aaron Jones at 22, uh-huh. CD Lamb at 32, Kelsey at 17, Jeff Wilson at 21. And the Vikings defense with 14. Yeah, I think the big ones, obviously, CeeDee Lamb getting 32 points. That was a big boost. Patrick Mahomes giving you another 30-point game. The yep. stack helping you out. Um, and then Aaron Jones going for another 20 really helps solidify that. I mean, looking at your team, I mean, the only p- bad person you had on your team because you didn't believe I didn't me believe when, I, when I said that uh, Tyree, uh, Tyree Kill, Zeke. Uh, Zeke, Zeke was not going to play. I said, who are you going to start? You're like, Zeke's playing. I don't give a crap. Sitting at the 1 o'clock games, you go... Oh no, Zeke's not playing. What happened? It was it was not a smoke screen. Yeah. So so you did you did play a uh, uh, Williams uh, as like kind of a ooh let's hope he gets some points. He got he got a couple points. He didn't play till like the last couple of drives in that game, but he That's put up five points and you know what? Luckily, I didn't need him. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's it's not only that you put up 170; it's that Gooby didn't break 100 this week, going 92.05, and that's a lot to do with Derrick Henry only getting seven points. Uh, Josh Allen scores under 20 this week with 19. Yep. He had Juju in, which unfortunately we had that big concussion. Of course, you talked about that didn't help at all. Um, and Gooby seems still kind of showed up. I mean, DK only got 10, but uh, uh, Chris Godwin got 16. Uh, Jonathan Taylor pulled out a 23 after he's been on the trade block for Gooby after all those hurt injuries and stuff yep. like that. So he kind of showed up. I mean, this just goes to show Gooby's weakness on his bench um, yeah. because yeah. he had Ramondre Stevenson out. But you have him playing Terrence Marshall, who he picked up because Terrence Marshall had a good game So, but the week before. So we have a little ch- point chasing here. Mm. Um uh, and Juju is really going to hurt his team moving forward. Yes. Oh, the other thing, playing Evan Ingram, also point chasing. Also, uh, another injury we didn't say that uh, Jerry Judy went down oh, yes. in that game, and he looks like he's going to be out for a couple weeks, nothing IR serious yeah. yet. But uh, Cortland Sutton sitting on his bench because of that with 10 points. Yeah, I don't know what Gibby's doing with his bench, and <laughs> it's going to start to show. I mean, it has started to show he was the number one team. Uh, in the beginning of the season, now he's dropped down to five and five, sitting in the seventh place. Yeah, uh, he's going to have to make some type of moves. Um, I don't like his team moving forward. Um, he's like we said from always. He's reliant on his big three, and if they don't show up, um, his team's not going to show up. But at the same time, I will defend Gooby a little bit on this. Um, you're not going to sit Derek Henry or Jonathan Taylor. No, they're injured. I'm just saying. So they're, they're your big three. <laughs> yeah, but the rest of his team. It he needs to do something because yeah, yeah, they're, I, they're not holding I, up. I see what you're saying. But then again, I would trust DK Metcalf. I would trust uh, Chris Godwin week to week unless he's injured. It's just it's just you're talking about like it's flex guys because Chris Godwin goes in for uh, Terrence Marshall. You got your two wide receivers, your two running backs. Right. And then flex, you can flex Ramondre if he's if he's not on by, obviously. Yep. I, I like 
I think Gooby's team is similar to Chris's team in a sense that Chris has a lot of like guys, top heavy, top heavy guys. But at the same time, Gooby's team unfortunately has the, has a lot of guys on the bench that you really just don't don't feel comfortable starting. Right. So moving forward, we'll see how that goes. Uh, but definitely uh, Gooby in the bottom half of the league with the under hundred score, which half the league this week, by the way, scored under hundred. So he's not the only one, and he's not going to be the lowest score for the week. I bolstered uh, all the points. Yeah, yeah. But Joe definitely blew up. Uh, you you. <laughs> you you and me both said that JT is going to either suck or completely blow up this yeah, week. Yeah, we were and, right on that. <laughs> yeah, and and that was good. And then also you did trust Jeff Wilson. I did not trust Jeff Wilson. Obviously, I was a little biased. I have Raheem Mozart. I wanted him to do well. So, but <laughs> that that Miami defense looks like it's it's the new high powered offense, or the Miami offense is the new high powered offense of the league. Yeah, supporting not only Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert who had a big game, but yeah. also Tyreek Hill and Waddle. Tua and Waddle. Yeah, so it looks like starting five players on the Dolphins. You told me that last year would have slapped you but (laughs) but it looks like they're really pulling it together so it was a good win for you unfortunately it just you know didn't come together for gooby he's gonna hope for a bounce back next week um moving on to my game uh i lost my game to christian um 79.60 97 oh sorry sorry (laughs) 97.60 to christian's 123.19 and this this was uh this was the game that I was a little scared about because obviously uh, uh, there's still a confusing backfield situation with the Lions with uh, yep. uh, Swift and Jamal Williams. It Swift is uh, supposedly healthy though he's not playing healthy. He doesn't look like he's playing healthy, um, and Williams has been constantly overperforming Swift. It's kind of like. You know, you got to start Swift if he's healthy, and he's being deemed healthy every time, but he's definitely not playing that way, so it's it's a rough situation. Yeah, the lines are interesting because early in the season, you know, their offense was looking actually really good, but they only have one win. Um, I don't know if since they feel like they're out of the playoffs, they're trying to make sure Swift doesn't get hurt for next year. I, I, I can understand that because, like you said, they don't have wins on the yeah. board, so I don't know exactly what's going on there. And then Christian's team on the other side just kind of uh, did did – did blow up a little bit with a couple big scores. Yeah, um, Christian Christian is having a good season right now. We thought he was going to be in the basement for the season, um, but he's now on a five-game win streak, jumping all the way up to uh, fourth place. Yeah. Um, but his team's looking pretty good. I mean, it definitely helped that Zeke didn't play. Obviously, yep. he's got Pollard that shot Pollard up to 20 points that week. Uh, he had Christian Kirk blow up for a 27-point game. Yep. He had uh, Tyreek Hill getting still 12 points in that game, even though he didn't get a touchdown. Oh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. He did get a touchdown, but he only got five receptions that game. Unlike Tyreek, he usually gets like 20 a game. Um, Amon Ra came back, and he actually got 17 points. And uh, uh, Jared Goff, who he had to substitute last minute for uh, – Kyler Murray even yeah. even supported him a little bit with 14 points for a quick quarter, quarterback grab. So yeah, and unfortunately for him, I mean, luckily, luckily for him, Austin Eckler had a down week. So even with the down week, he gets the win. The, yeah. the big question on his his um, roster moving forward is how is David Montgomery going to do? How is he going to fill in a running back slot? Does he mm. continue to play him um, because he can play Austin Eckler, Tony Pollard? But well, David, the thing the thing that helps that decision is Khalil Herbert just went on IR. Right, but the thing is also. <laughs> The RB1 in Chicago is Justin Fields. Yes, right now it's Justin Fields who can apparently run a 70-yard touchdown, no problem against uh, any defense right now. So uh, yeah, I do like that. I mean, obviously uh, you're a little bit bolstered by Montgomery because Khalil Herbert just went on IR. Yep. So that that sucks for Chris and it helps out the David Montgomery situation, but it's it's like starting uh, uh, a running back in the Ravens. You're not going to – Lamar Jackson's the main rusher there. Yeah. You're not going to – it's it's a tough situation, so – 
I agree with that. And then my team, my uh, my guys just didn't get touchdowns this yeah, week. You it, just it, were touchdown deprived. Yeah, it just like I got what one, two, two touchdowns the whole week, not including my quarterback. So. I mean, Dak Prescott still put up the 19 points. Obviously, C.D. Lamb got 32. That's going to yep. happen somehow. You had uh, Raheem Mostert, who got 16, which is which is great. What you expect. I mean, what you want. Yeah, and it's what I want. Especially, as we just spoke about, with Jeff Wilson also there, the running back scored eight, 38 points combined. Yeah, yeah. So, you love to see that. Tyler Bass is kicking phenomenal, 13 yeah. points. And, and Nick Chubb going up against Miami defense, who Miami's defense is surprisingly looking playoff contender worthy. Yeah. Uh, they've been looking real good, but he still managed to put up 13 points against a really good defense, so he was looking pretty much matchup proof, which I wouldn't sit uh, Chubb. If, no, even Chubb, if, is, yeah. Chubb is number like but other five than that, running back on the, the season. Exactly, but other than that, I, I started Mooney. He only got seven points. Chris Olave's only got five points, and that's because he went up against Pittsburgh D. I don't know if, that, if that's because... Uh, I think Minko was back. Mink, yeah, either Minko was back for half the game and then he got out but i know tj watts back too so that's yep. definitely bolstering their d Pittman only got eight points with that new jeff saturday coaching uh debacle there and uh greg dolchis who i p- picked up and started because he was rolling double digit points the last three weeks before the bye only put up a point but then again garrett uh gerald everett was my only other alternative and he only put up three yeah so. um you got to hope that Jamar Chase comes back. I think he's back at practice. He's uh, back at practice. He's confirmed not playing this week. Right. And the other, the other thing is, though, that um, uh, uh, Marquise Hollywood-Brown is confirmed that he might play Monday. Yeah. So I'm, I'm getting both of my guys back within the next two weeks. Yeah. So, so it's going to be it's gonna be me sliding a little bit and hoping that the guys save me for the playoff. Bubble. Yeah. You got to hope that um, the, the Detroit running back situation pans out. Yeah. Um, or at least you get a clearer um, way to move forward, yeah. and then those two guys coming back. But Christian's team, it's pretty good moving forward. Um, you got yeah. re- it's really going to hinge on if Kyler's how long is he going to be out with that uh, that hamstring injury? Yes, yeah. Um, and then he's just got to hope to figure out where he's going to go um, with this last flex spot. Does he trust Tony Pollard as his RB two? Does he keep Montgomery in? Does he slide in Garrett Wilson or Tyler Boyd? Well, that's the thing. Uh, Tony Pollard has been playing great this season, but his numbers do obviously decrease when Zeke is in the game. Yeah. And then also uh, Christian Kirk and Amon Ra have been have been blowing up games, but they've also had very down games. Yeah. They're very hot, cold. So I think it's going to be. You- oh wow! Actually, I lied before. Christian moved up all the way to number two. Yes. Yeah. He moved. He moved up. Skyrocketed on the charts yeah. because everybody has been doing some pretty shitty weeks. So. Yeah, no, I mean, I I was a li- obviously a little upset. I was the the highest in the under 100 club this week, but unfortunately, it wasn't enough to take away Christian. Uh, Christian got the win there, moving up like you said to number two. He's been rolling, so he looks like he's the team to beat uh, moving forward. Outside of Chris at the top spot. Uh, moving on, we'll go to the next matchup, which is Kevin versus Lolly. Kevin going 114.03 to Lolly's 124.35, and this was a really good match. Um, I w- actually, I want to see. No, he did. He always had Daniel Jones. Lolly's yes. one that made a just made a yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Lolly's team wins. Um, big win from Lolly. Kevin is sliding, just like we called. We knew this was going to be, or we called this would be a loss on Kevin. Unfortunately we, we for knew, him, we knew it was going to be a bad week because week ten he doesn't have Lamar Jackson or Mark Andrews. Unfortunately, it actually could have been a great week for him. He could if won. he would have just made the right move, um, going through it. Lolly had Tua, good trade, 23 points. Saquon, yep. 22 points. Devontae Adams, 23 points. Yep. And George Pickens, 13 points. Um, you had some down week down week uh, for Waddle and Hawkinson, Brandon yep. Cooks and Travis Etienne. 
but he ends up getting the win with uh, on the backside of Tua. Kev- yes. On Kevin's side, you had Daniel Jones filling in for Lamar at 18. Dalvin Cook having a good game against Buffalo, 22. Um, Justin Jefferson blowing up against Buffalo at 30 points. Yeah. So 52 that stack of his, helped tons. 52 yeah. of his 114 points come off the stack. Yeah. Um, Higby at 11, Lockett at 11, and the rest of his team, um, big downside. So losing with 10 points, just under or, or just over 10 points. Yeah. The big misplay on his team is he plays CEH, who has been trending downwards. Kevin's been trying to trade. Yes. And 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 for James Conner. To be fair, a let's 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 scope this out real quick because yeah. I think this is one of the worst moves I've seen in a while. Okay. Uh, just 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 in terms of if you just think about it for a second, Ceh does not have the uh, coaches back on the running back field. There, he loses touches to Pacheco. He's not the starter over there. Yep. He doesn't catch any balls really. I mean, he had a couple. He had a catching TD the week before, so it's not like he was totally out of left field. And they, but and it's not a secured spot. And. The Chiefs aren't a run-first offense. No, they got Patrick Mahomes. They're going to throw the ball, obviously. So that's that's what's on that side. And then you got Connor, who Kevin benched, when Kyler Murray isn't playing this week. Yep. Uh, he's the main rusher there. Without without your main rusher there, he can also be a pass catcher, a short pass like a safety blanket. I think this was a really, hey, let's think about it for two seconds. You know exactly who you're going to start, and Kevin made the wrong choice. And you even, you even talked to him the morning of. Yes. And he said he's st- sticking with CEH. No, no, no. What happened is that he said he started CEH, roster's locked, and I said, bro, why did you do that? Oh, okay. <laughs> and, then well, he, and then he immediately realized that he fucked up. Yeah, CEH only plays four four snaps, gets two targets, doesn't catch any of them, ends up with zero points. James Conner, on the other hand, plays, gets 69 yards, two touchdowns, and 17 yards on three receptions, 22 points. Would it gave him the easy win? Would have stopped his slide? Would have won on a week he thought he was going to lose thought on? Thought guaranteed lose, yeah, so... I mean, it's really rough. Um, speaking of both teams moving forward, though, I like both both of these teams moving forward a lot. Uh, Kevin's team, obviously, he's going to um, get uh, Lamar Jackson back. He's going to get uh, Mark Andrews back in his uh, tight end slot. But also, Amari Cooper is going to be one to watch, especially with Deshaun Watson coming back week 13. I think that's going to be a big boost for him if Deshaun Watson doesn't have too much rust on him. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, Lolly's team, uh, Travis Etienne's been playing really well. Saquon's been easily a top five fantasy back this season. Uh, and Devontae Adams has been showing up, even though the, Ra- the Raiders have not been. So I think both of their teams have been very, very uh, spicy. So Amari Cooper... Now that you bring it up, a little fun fact. Okay. He's had a very interesting season so far. Mm-hmm. So there's two types of Amari Cooper. Two types. There's home Amari Cooper and there's away Amari Cooper. Oh, okay. So here's here's Amari Cooper's away stats. Uh-huh. Three points. 1.4. Okay. 8.9. Okay. 4.7. So nothing over 10, barely getting over 5. Here's Amari Cooper's home stats. 20.6, <laughs> 19.6, oh. 17.1, oh. 12.4. So what you're saying 19.6. is- 19.6. So what you're saying is Amari Cooper gets energy from the dog pound. Yep. Okay, so so Kevin, if you're listening to this, as you might not get a chance to with your busy weekend this week, but if you're listening to this in the future, Amari Cooper apparently does really, really well at home. So Yon, let's, let's look at Amari Cooper's upcoming games this week. I, it's a weird week. They're playing in Detroit. Yes, we'll get into it's, that it's, for the previews. It's a it's an away game. Yeah, but it's a away game for the Bills too. Who knows how it's going to go? But this week, away game, down week for Mari Cooper. Mm. Next week against Tampa Bay, at home, up week. Okay. Week thirteen, away at the Texans. 
and Week 14 away at the Bengals to end the regular season. Mm. Amari Cooper has one home game. All right, all right. He does get the first two weeks of the playoffs at home, but also Week 17. Mm. If he does make it to the championship, that's an away week for Amari Cooper. All right, all right. Well, we'll we will see if Deshaun Watson changes I think how home and away we'll Amari talk, Cooper. We'll play. talk a little bit more about this when we get uh, to the, the the waivers and everything like that. But I, I have I have comments about Deshaun Watson that I'll bring up later. Um, moving but, on to the next game, yeah. though, uh, we have uh, Dom with the lowest score of the week, losing 79.5 to Chris, the top dog, sitting chill at 132.53. This one, I feel like we we, you called it at least that Chris would get around this this score, but you yeah. thought Dom was going to at least show up. I thought Dom was going to show <laughs> up, but you know, looking at his team, he hasn't been showing up at all recently. I mean, he does have Jalen Hurts and uh, uh, AJ Brown. He has yeah. that stack, and that's been that's true. Very and Jalen Hurts has been phenomenal this year. Great keeper by him in the uh, draft. AJ Brown's been very hit or miss. Yeah, after Dom got married, he had that 180 game. I mean, then he went to 101. Now he's at uh, 79. So he's having a little bit that uh, that post wedding hangover. That that honeymoon hangover. Yep. Oh, okay. And um. um like I said, this yeah. obviously obviously put up a low score because Zach Ertz did get hurt, so that doesn't help. But then Chris on the other side, D- D- Goddard got hurt that game. Yeah, so. but also A.J. Brown got hurt in that um, Phillies loss to the Commanders. Mm. Um, he gets hurt early. I think he was back, but they didn't really target him too much. Um, ends up with 1.2 points. That's a not what you want to see. Um, f- on Dom's side, you had Alvin Kamara putting up a, six points against the Steelers. You have Debo Samuel finally coming back after injury, only puts up six points. Mm. Uh, Deontay Johnson, eight points. So a lot of his team was very low. And even the guys that broke double digits, you have Leonard Fournette at 10, and you have Damian Pierce at 11. Um, Well, Leonard Fournette was dealing with that hip injury, and that obviously reflects with the way moving forward because as soon as Fournette got hurt and got out of the game, Rashad White came in and finished with the same about the same score. Yep. So it looks like it's a bit of a changing of tides over there in the Tampa Bay backfield. Yeah, it just sucks that when you're only double-digit players – um, they put up low double digits. Yeah, of course. I mean, but then looking at Chris's side, it's not like he's got, he had a couple blow up guys. Like uh, Stefan yeah. Diggs obviously got eighteen points. That you're gonna do that. You're Stefan yep. Diggs. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins got, went in, got fourteen points. Uh, Rondell Moore, who Chris started, which surprising, got thirteen called points. He did call that one. You liked Rondell Moore, and then Justin Fields putting up a forty definitely helps you. Yeah, score. definitely Justin Fields put the team on his back though. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, Khalil Herbert, he's now on IR for Chris. Moss Sanders had a bad game, but all the all the Washington or all the uh Philadelphia players had bad games. Yeah, that, that was a bad that week. Uh, that was a bad game. Uh, Mike Evans only got eight points though, yep. and uh, Goddard got hurt and got eight points. Uh so, you know, I mean, Chris got his Bills defense got him 12. Well, that was just the craziest game of the, of the year. Well, yeah, that game was insane. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean, okay, moving forward, Chris's team, definitely uh, this is the worst week for him because of all the buys and everything. Because he had Tucker on by, he had Joe Burrow and Joe Mixon on by. After Mixon put up that five touchdown game, you hate to see him go on by. But moving forward, I think Mixon slots in easily for Herbert. Yeah, and his team doesn't really change that much. It doesn't change that much. I think the I think Chris's best move is to trade Joe Burrow. Probably stick yeah. with Justin Fields unless you want to trade Justin Fields and try and get someone even better. I don't know who's gonna give that up. I mean but that's a lot, especially because we're not a super flex league. But yeah, uh, Dom's team moving forward though, I. Okay, I'm scared. I, I voiced my concerns about Kamara yeah. very much, and I, the Saints aren't really in it this season. Yep. I they they don't want to play Jameis Winston right. for some reason. I know, yeah. 
He's pissed. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, and and obviously when James Winston was in, the team was scoring points. Yeah, and now now James Winston comes out, and and you know it's it's hurting the team. Kamara did have that big blow up game. He has the potential of a big back there, mm-hmm. but it, he has to get the momentum in the game script, and that's not coming with a questionable quarterback situation and a and a you know the Saints receiving core, which their best co- their best person right now is Chris Olave, who's getting targeted a lot, but yep. he's not getting the catches. So yeah, and I mean looking at it, you, Don's going to have to rely on his stack. Um, his stack. His they stack, had a bad I think, week, and I think Damian Pierce is a safe bet too. Yeah, going into it, uh, Debo's a little a little sketchy now because last year he had that big upside because he was running the ball, but now that Christian McCaffrey yes. is in San Francisco, that's they right. don't have to rely on Debo as much. Um, so I don't think he's they're turning into like a wideout. Right? I mean, he's always been a wideout, yeah, yeah, but, but but he's turned to an exclusive wideout. Yeah, and, that's, and with Tom Brady throwing the ball, that's usually okay. But I mean, he had four carries. He had four uh, carries. Garoppolo. But, yeah, yeah, with with Garoppolo throwing the ball, you, you saw that uh, they're going to get. He's probably one of the top options over there, but they're not. They're not like a. They don't uh, need to throw the ball. Yeah, they're not a they big use, throwing team. Yeah, they use the throwing ball. They use the passing game when when they need it, but but it's a lot of short stuff to Christian yeah. McCaffrey and George Kittle and, and everybody yeah. over there. It's not. And now that Elijah Mitchell's back, um, they can spell Christian McCaffrey, so they don't have to put the workload on him. Yeah, give both of those guys quality touches and even. Elijah Mitchell coming back, he looks pretty good. He does. He does look pretty good. And and the unfortunate thing is that uh, they're they're looking to play a ten yard game every yeah. every play. So they're not looking for those big bombs down the sideline to to Debo. And uh, it's going to be a little little scary going forward with that. But I think the rest of Dom's team is it's doable. But obviously you're 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 dealing with the same thing I am really with the Tampa Bay backfield. And again, Kamara is very hot and cold. Yep. And that's not what you want to see with a top guy like Kamara. But unfortunately, that's the way he's been playing this season. So we'll see how it is moving forward with him. Uh, Chris, on the other hand, he's just gonna. I think he's gonna keep rolling. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, and then last, last but, but not, not least. least, well, probably least. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was the. It, well, it wasn't the least. Almost still lower than both of these but scores. Matchup of the week for a reason. Both teams were the lowest scoring week uh, teams last week, and you know what? They came back and slapped each other again because again. Johnny ends up getting the win though at ninety point nine nine. Yes, that's right. Johnny wins with 90.99 to Mike's 82.86. Johnny got 91.24, oh, actually. But change? Yeah, yeah, it scored. Oh. A little, little bit of a stat correction there. But uh, this one was obviously weird and disappointing at the same time. Cause, yes. Because we both, we both knew this was going to happen. We both yeah. knew they were both going to slide. Obviously... Mike getting hit the worst with injuries in this game. He loses Jerry Judy and Cooper Cup. Yes. Same game. So that's why his score was as low as it is. We're, we're going to put that front street. We know we know injuries play yep. a big part in this. But uh, nothing else. Nobody else really did anything on his team. And yeah. At the same time, it's like, you know, hey, okay, you got two guys injured, but that shouldn't leave you with that le- that little points because he's still, still with the questionable quarterback situation with Rodgers yes. and uh, Stafford. Stafford was uh, – he was out ruled out, game. out concussion. Game. Yeah, so so he was ruled out for this for the week. And he started Rodgers. He had Stafford in. Yes, had to make the last second change to Rodgers. Rodgers ends up getting 19 points. Not not terrible. So not terrible. They end up getting the win in Dallas, which was that was a, that was a pretty good game yes, too. Yes, um, good football. This definitely weekend. carried in the top half for him. He has 19 from Rodgers, 19 from Josh Jacobs, and 15. Point seven from Christian McCaffrey. Right. The rest of his team absolute flops, and then it's it hurts even more when you go to his bench. He has Antonio Gibson who had thirteen points. Yeah. Uh, MVS who has thirteen points, mm-hmm. and T- Scary Terry who has sixteen point eight. 
Um, now I understand. Of- I understand sitting uh, Gibson and Terry because they were going against the Eagles, which has yep. a very good defense, and we're rolling with an eight win streak. Yeah, but I don't understand starting Kareem Hunt. Yeah, that that's the thing. It, it you could sit you could sit Gibson and Terry if you had people to play over them. Yep. You don't. I mean, he just didn't. He started Kareem Hunt and he started uh, uh, Pitts and Lazard, and they didn't I mean, get him any points. You're not really going to do anything with with Pitts when you're only tight end. Option is Ninjoku. Who was out. Yeah, who was out. He's not going to the waiver wire and grabbing anybody. Um, but Kareem Hunt, my, like I said before, Miami has a yeah. very good defense, especially against the run. They're rated very highly against the run, not against the pass. Yeah. Nick Chubb barely got points. I didn't think Kareem Hunt was going to get points. Yep. He didn't get points. Mike's receivers <sighs> this week scored a total of 3.8 points. Again, Jerry Judy and uh, – uh, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup were those receivers. But, I mean, Johnny didn't make it a, uh, an easy one to win <laughs> either because you move over to Johnny's side, he's got Scordell Patterson getting a whopping 2.5. Yep. He's got uh, uh, Palmer, who's stepping in for Keenan Allen, only got 5.9. He's yep. got George Kittle only throwing up 2.6. And he's got Curtis Samuel putting up five points. Najee Harris, who I think Johnny wants to just burn a hole in his uh, roster by this point, he's putting up only 9.9. Uh, the, it, only, the only bright points on his team were Gabriel Davis getting 18 points in Buffalo, and that's it. That's it. Or well, oh, Foreman. Dr- Foreman. Foreman is 19, and then Herbert only put up 12. Yeah, Herbert's still on that downtrend. You know, Johnny I've, was all on him last year, but like we said earlier, he scored 223 points in the first two weeks of the season, or then he had 21 week four, but since then, 14 points, eight. I'm, I mean, 17, I'm, 12, 12. I'm going to kind of defend Johnny, though. I expected better from Herbert this season. I did, too. But So, I mean, I understand there's only so so many times you can roll with him. And then with his roster changes in week one, Johnny obviously was not looking at yeah, Herbert. But at, at the same time, let's look at the team. You have Mike Williams out. You have Keenan Allen out. You have you have your top two wide receivers out. It's not going to be Austin a great. E- Austin Eckler is, was killing it in the middle of the season. Yeah. It's not going to be a great passing game. It's not going to be a good passing game. You don't have any receivers. Their line's not great, but Austin Eckler. I mean, I understand trying to get the stack with Herbert to Palmer, saying Palmer's the top guy over there, but Palmer's not a guy that can sustain a ball uh, ball load like that. I mean, luckily for Johnny, he gets the win. Um, Unluckily for Johnny, he starts Devin Singletary on his bench. So he was crying. That that was I. I don't understand what Johnny's. Thinking of that one, I don't think he understands what he's. Thinking. No, no, because because uh, uh, Allen was coming in with a bum elbow. Allen was True. coming in with with an elbow injury, and he wasn't going to be thrown at one hundred percent. He was going to be running the ball or risking injury. So therefore, you are going to give it to Singletary to get run the ball. Yeah. So that's that's I don't I don't understand that at all. I am sorry. Luckily, though, Johnny um, gets he, a win. He does it, pull the win. It keeps him in the hunt, even though he, it doesn't look like a, he has good odds. It keeps him in the hunt. If he yes. would have lost, he was officially dead. Yeah, I no. Think. Yeah, if he if he would have lost this, I think he was officially like miracles need to happen. I think he needs to run four and zero to end the season. He does to even have at, a chance. At, at worst, he could go three and one. Yes, he can lose one game, yeah. but he's got to get the points to make it up, and he doesn't right. have. That he doesn't right have now. the points. He's got to have some blow up games, three and one, yeah. or he's got to have a solid over hundred. Still, he could pray that teams ahead of him fail yes if he goes three and one but he has to go four and oh and that's not even a guarantee no that's not a guarantee especially with his upcoming games uh we'll talk about those in a second we're gonna mike's move. team mike's team we gotta we'll talk about mike's we'll talk team about in a yeah because there's things happening with mike's team so so let's move on to the big brain plays yes first up we have uh 
going to me. Yeah, Trusting go Jeff me. Wilson, uh, 20 points, over 20 points. See, yeah, I mean, with with, with the way Jeff, Jeff Wilson was slotted into that offense and Raheem Mostert not going anywhere, mm-hmm. it was a very risky play. It turned out to be a great win uh, win on a player for you because yep. I thought uh, Jeff Wil- I thought they were going to kind of negate each other and both get like yep. eight points, but they apparently got all the touchdowns that week. So. And that was, that was a one dollar. Uh Waiver win. Hey, yeah, there you go. I mean, and, and and it worked out a lot. I think it was it was a good it was a good opportunity that you're like let me let me if, even if you kept him on your bench that was a good yeah. that was a good waiver pull. But starting him this week obviously paid off dividends. Yeah, when you said don't start him, I was like he's going. In. <laughs> oh, okay, thanks. Just take the <laughs> take the take the uh, the opposite of what I'm saying, right? But yeah. Uh, <laughs> next up, uh, we have the big brain reward going to Chris for dropping all the money seventy five dollars on Justin Fields. Immediate pays off. With uh, 39 points. I'm going to start calling Chris Mr. Monopoly because he's been <laughs> dropping money on waivers. Uh, yeah, no, getting getting a quarterback that got 40 points last week and then dropping the money on him and then him repeating that justifies the $75 a thousand percent. Makes you feel good on the money. You got what you wanted, and it definitely helped him win the week for sure. And then the biggest brain of the week goes to Lolly for trading for Tua. Yes, because uh, uh, essentially for him, he gives up nothing. Yes, Tom Brady, he wasn't going to start Rashad White. Obviously, yeah. obviously, hindsight's a bitch. Uh, uh, Rashad White is kind of going to take over that backfield, but, I think but it's, his, n- it's not a situation that you feel comfortable starting because you don't yeah. have Fournette to back it up. And I think Lolly's team didn't really need Rashad White. No, he so needs, he, need, he needed, he need, he the needed the quarterback. quarterback. He needed the quarterback. I think he found him. I think it was a good trade overall. That trade was was really good. Um, I'll, give, I'll give Dom a minor big brain. Yes. An honorable mentioned for that trade as well um he realized he had an asset into a he wasn't going to play him over jalen hurts yes um so he ends up getting his backup for his main running exactly. back secure, secure the backfield made sure made sure all the problems were necessary and it turned out he needed the backfield yep. security so works out uh first bonehead move though moving on to the bonehead moves i'm going to give this one to johnny for for uh sitting devin singletary on, and then crying about and, it well like like i said um, last thing i'm going to say about this johnny I can't afford to start uh, to sit starters on a team when you're when the quarterbacks uh, yeah. hurt. So I don't know why you think you can in last place, but uh, yeah, definitely a weird move and uh, questionable decision there. I don't. I don't like it. personally. I don't like Devin Singletary. That's why he's not on any of my rosters. But I don't like Devin Singletary either. But I like Devin Singletary when Josh when Josh Allen's hurt. Right, and, <laughs> and when he's on your team with the options that you have, I like him better. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I agree with this one. Yeah, definitely a bonehead move. I don't understand it. Maybe Johnny can explain a little if we get him on the podcast some one day. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, next bonehead move. I'm gonna give it to. We're gonna give this one to Mike for starting Kareem Hunt over Gibson and McLaren. See, that's this is another situation where you don't have the guys to sit the players, like we said. Yes. So uh, again, I, I mean, starting a backup running back against a good run defense is not a better move than starting a starting. Uh, receiver, like your star receiver on a starting, team. Starting running back, starting receiver. Well, not a starting running back because Gibson's been... It's uh, still a little, yeah. Gibson has been out-touched by Brian Robinson every game still since but he's, uh, he's still, been on I the think, team. I want to check I want to check Antonio Gibson's uh, points real quick. Because yeah. He, I think he's, he's actually he's been, been, been doing, doing He's been well. doing pretty well with even seeding touches because he's been getting the goal line work. So since week number seven, it's been 15, 17, 5... And then 13. Yeah. So I think Mike was uh, scared of the five week from the week before. Which is fine. But but, but I'd still, still start. Pretty well. And I'd still start McLaren over uh, yeah. Hunt. So don't know what exactly was going through his head there. Uh, and then the last bonehead move, probably the biggest bonehead move I think we've seen this season. Yep. And Kevin knew it as soon as the roster's locked. It was playing CEH 
over James Conner for the loss yep. against Lolly. Yep, would have given him the win. He would have won by 10 points or so. He would have been in the 130s. Oh, so rough. And that one hurts, especially since he's on a four-game losing streak. We'll see if his losing streak continues. I mean, bro, I, I know you expected to lose this week, but you didn't have to make it happen. You didn't have <laughs> yeah, to, you didn't have to exactly. fulfill the prophecy. That's the, prophecy. the worst part is when, when, you, <laughs> when you think you're going to lose, but – you lose for the reason that of your own decision, yeah. not because your players. If, were if he online. couldn't do anything to lose, that's one thing. If you made the decision and said, "Oh, this is a good idea," and then you screw it up, that's the worst feeling in the world. So let's check out the rankings for week number ten. We have Chris sitting alone on top, so uh, sitting in that throne once again at seven and three. Yes. Then we have our six and four teams. We have Christian making his jump all the way to number two. Mike falling down to number three, but still in the top three for now. Those early wins helped. Yep. Uh, then we have our five and five teams. We have John Lolly moving up to number four. That's biggest jump of the week. Yes. Um, then we have Dom sliding down, Brian sliding down and, to take up that last um, playoff spot. I'm holding on. <laughs> now we have our four and five teams. Um, we have Gooby uh, falling out of the playoffs. Yes, just out of the playoff bubble with four and five. I finally make my movement out of the basement, getting into eighth place. Mm -hmm. Kevin joins Johnny in the basement, um, falling from seventh down to ninth place. Well, Gooby, Gooby right now has five and five. Oh, okay. Yeah, Go Gooby's sitting at five and five, but he is lowest on the totem pole because of the points four. Right. And then Kevin's sitting at four six. Uh, you're starting sitting at four six. Kevin mo moves down into the basement. You finally got your rent. Yep. You moved out. You can afford your own place a little bit. Hey, and Johnny. Johnny's setting up that easy boy down there. Setting up. But, but, but as we'll go into right now, uh, these um, are the current percentages provided by Fantasy Pros to make the playoffs this week. This week. Or this year. Um, these are statistically provided not only in your wins and what they think you're going to do, but the games that you're going to win uh, moving forward. So this is the likelihood that you're going to make the playoffs. Does it have? Does it do matchups? It, it takes matchups into account. It doesn't tell you which ones you're going to win, though. Okay. So, so obviously... So, like, this week... All the matchups, like me versus Ollie, and all yeah. that's accounted. Yeah, all that's accounted for. So this is assuming that it's going to go what what it's going to happen. Chris looking very likely to uh, with the seven and three lead going into the playoffs here with a ninety nine percent chance of making it. Christian sitting uh, sweet at number two with the with the points four, uh, going on ninety one percent to make the playoffs. Mike, those early wins helped him get here, but we'll see if he can stay in the playoffs. Seventy three percent, big big drop down after the top two. Uh, Lolly sitting at six. Uh, 68%. Gooby sitting at 65% chance wow. to win. Interesting. I think he's got some easy matchups going going into the, the rest of the season. Um, Dom's sitting at 62%. Uh, that's clearing the playoff bubble at 62. And then fighting for the playoff spots, that'll be me at uh, 54, Joe at 51, Kevin sitting at 36. He's got wow. some rough matchups going into the next couple weeks. And then Johnny with that miracle shot from the half court going in 2% <laughs> chance. 2% chance to make the playoffs. You're not out of it yet, Johnny. When that hits zero, that's when we mourn. That's when we mourn. You don't give up. You never give up, Johnny. We learned this. And, Brian, we are back to palindrome. <laughs> rankings yes um you said it was going to be close it is still kind of this close. is still really close the only one that's really out of the crosshairs is chris um i mean he has a chance to if he goes zero and four it's if he goes it drops him oh no oh, if he, he finishes over and four like it drops him a lot but it does drop him a lot but i think he's still gonna make the playoffs as, no yeah 
Yeah. He, he's the only one that looks like he's out of the clear, not locked up for a buy or anything, but he's out of the clear of, of a lot of this mess that might be going on in the next couple of weeks. Well, because the thing is, if he goes 0-4 uh, in the next couple of weeks, he's going to end at 7-6. Yeah. So the thing is, if Kevin and you, we have to go. Yeah. if you guys go 4-0, then Chris might be out of the playoffs. So yeah. we'll see what the matchups bring later. This will obviously get a little more crystal clear week by week. We'll see what happens in the weeks to come. So, speaking of weeks to come, let's get over to week number 11. And before we get into our waiver wire wrap up, we have the week 11 trade alert. Yes, we do. Biggest trade of the season. Well, the I mean, second there's trade. No the second, the trade, second trade of the season, and it's bigger than Rashad White for Tua. <laughs> <laughs> so, we have a trade between myself and Mike. I receive, or Mike receives Aaron Jones, Devonta Smith, and the Minnesota defense. Yes. And I will receive Christian McCaffrey. Brian, tell me your thoughts because you have some thoughts on this. My thoughts on this trade are, A, Minnesota defense doesn't matter. That was a throwaway add-on, tack, tack, tack on. So 100%. It's, really, it's a two it's a two for one trade. Yes. It's not a three for one I'll trade. Say, it's a two for one trade. I'll say, while me and Mike were discussing this, I said, hey, do you want I'm, – I'm like, I'm going to drop the Minnesota defense. Do you, you want them? them? Do you want them so you don't yeah. have to fight for them on waivers? That's fine. Now, okay, so this trade – First of all, uh, before we go into this, we did put up a poll, a poll in – in the group chat, I did. I did put up a poll in the group chat to ask who won the trade out of the, out of the two teams. And you know what? Dead even trade for in the poll. In the poll. In the poll. Yeah, in the poll, everybody thought it was either good for you, good for Mike, even trade, or didn't yep. help anybody. So I think everybody was had very mixed feelings on this trade throughout the whole yep. entire thing. The big the big thing is three three and three for me or Mike. Yes. And then I mean, both me and Mike said it was good for both, and then right. we have Kevin. Who said neither team wins? All right, so so instead of telling you my feelings, I'm going to ask you a couple questions that should reveal how I feel about this okay. trade. How, who are your starting receivers after this trade? Not with not pending the waivers that happened afterwards. Uh, CD Lamb, Adam Thielen. CD no, Lamb, no, no, it was CD Lamb, Kadarius Tony. CD Lamb, Kadarius Tony. That's yes. your one-two punch. Yes, and that's going to be your one-two punch because waivers didn't really change that. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> with, I wouldn't with say so. Top top waivers, you know, you're gonna. I mean, Kadarius Tony's definitely your number two guy, right? Kadarius Tony cur- currently is my number two. Okay, guy. yeah. So pending another trade before Thanksgiving, which is coming up, uh, I say that while Christian McCaffrey is a valuable asset, yeah, I think Aaron Jones, Devonta Smith is the better side of that trade, regardless in a vacuum. Sure. So, because I, I think that Aaron Jones can give you the points that Christian McCaffrey has, plus you have Devonta Smith going in and can get you those in the high-powered offense of the Eagles. Yeah. I think he's definitely a wide receiver two guy. So, sure. while I, I agree, yes. um, I think that both of them um, are more in that boomer bust territory. Yes. Um, that's how they've been. They've been up and down, and when they both bo- when they both boom like last week, okay, it's great. Okay. When they both bust, it really sucks. Yes. So... My my thought was I need consistent points at this point. Okay. And and uh, sure you can make an argument for that that you want consistent points, but at the same time I don't think you have the depth in wide receiver or running backs. You have a ton of running backs, but I, I have don't time. any of them any of them I don't think I would trust in four flex running back starts. Especially because your fourth start is Zeke, right? You have Christian McCaffrey now. Now with the trade, yeah, you have Christian, have Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey, Kenny Walker. Kenny Walker is fine. That's a great immediate start. Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson is a shared back at best. So if the Miami's having a good game, he's going to flourish. If That's not, fine. If not, he's going to and then Zeke, right? And then Zeke. Yeah. And now I've also added uh, Melvin Gordon. 
okay well we all know how i feel about melvin gordon i'm not gonna go into this but <laughs> but uh yes yeah, so so i think while you can make an argument for the consistent points that consistent points has to be backed up by a roster so, and i feel like this is this is i guess this is where i want yeah um i want my top players at the, their position so my wide receiver and my running back to be consistent points okay I could get risky with boomer bust guides after that to fill in. So you you care only about your top running back, top receiver, and then everybody else after that can say okay, whatever. Um. Well, I think that some of I I think now I have two running backs that are that's are fine. Safe. I, I agree with that. I have CD Lamb that's safe. Yes. With those with them plus Mahomes and Kelsey. Yes. Especially having Kelsey. Gives me a little bit more leeway to play a little bit riskier on those flex or lower wide wide receiver. Yeah, I have the. I want to get the the my my guaranteed points first, and then I could play with Boomer Bust, with Devonta Smith and Aaron Jones. I was playing with my, some top guys with Boomer Bust that I wanted. Right, to and then just this is just speaking about your team. It's not only not only your roster. It's yes. Mike's roster because on Mike's side he loses Christian McCaffrey to yes. get. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey points getter in Aaron Jones. Obviously, like you said, less guaranteed, yes. but still able to do that. And then he gets Devonta Smith to sub in immediately for Cooper Cup. This is why I think it's a pretty good trade for both sides. I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's a bad trade for either of you. I'm just saying that Mike clearly won this, in my opinion. In my opinion, sure. <laughs> that's I mean that's fine. Yeah. Because I wanted to get I needed to I wanted Christian McCaffrey. Like I said, I wanted the the, the guaranteed points. Um, but Mike also needs players. Mike needs players, yes. So the, the him going the two side of the one is definitely doable, yeah. especially with Cooper Cup out. He needed players, yes. Um, that's why I think it works out. Also, deeper level on why I wanted to make this trade uh-huh. or the bonus of it, right? Is now I guarantee my not guarantee, but I pretty much guarantee a win in Week 14. Why is that? Because Mike already had a very weak Week 14. Yeah. Um. And Are you I, playing Mike Week 14? I am playing Mike Week okay. 14. Okay. Aaron Jones is on bye Week 14. Okay. So now, not only do I ha- get rid of my last person that had a bye yes. on my on my team, uh-huh. I give it to my opponent that week, who I would have been facing Christian McCaffrey, who's now on my team to face him. Okay. All right. I can see that. But I do think saying you have a guaranteed win is a little... I didn't say... I, I didn't want to say guaranteed. It, it, <laughs> it helps... <laughs> It definitely Make helps. The, the it, win it helps easier to it helps achieve. you in that week for sure. Uh definitely something that Mike probably didn't look at, but no. but uh something that obviously he, the trade's still good even with that. So and and he can afford the loss. So that's more for your playoffs than his cuz unless he slides real hard in the next couple of weeks which he tried to prevent with the trade. Yeah. So I, I say do, was, do I sacrifice potential points for for more guaranteed points? That's where I think it kind of is. Yeah. Um but I think overall, even if it leans slightly one way or the other, I think it's still in the brackets of being um, a good trade for both teams. Yes, no, hundred percent, and it's definitely it's not uh, a bad trade at all. Yeah. I never said it was a bad trade. I just I just say that Mike probably benefited more from it, but that doesn't mean it's bad for you in any way, shape, yeah. or form. Which is fine. The thing, uh, the I thing think is though, to- the thing is though, I did look after the trade, and you had C.D. Lamb, Kadarius Tony, and Adam Thielen, and I'm like, wow, that's really scary. <laughs> and speaking of which, let's go into how we rounded out our lineups because we once again had another big <laughs> waiver wire. Um, wrap up. Wow, I wonder why. <laughs> we had 13 moves, probably our biggest, um, largest amount of moves this season. Yes. Uh, 18 bids, 
that doesn't make sense. There's more than that. We didn't update this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, going off first, Brian. Isaiah Pacheco, the money man of the year. Yeah, probably the person probably. that people made the most, put the most money down on yep. in the year by far. He's been picked up and dropped so many times, but you spent $42 to pick him up. Yeah, I believe with uh, multiple reasons why I spent this much money, and I'm surprised I didn't even get uh, even one other bid on him. Um, a, I thought somebody else was going to try and pick him up, but B, uh, A, Although the B the B description is Ceh obviously we just we just explained what happened with Ceh that game four yep. four snaps in the in the game is really bad mm-hmm. and uh, secondly with Ceh getting phased out uh, Pajinko fumbled the ball yeah on Sunday and they kept him in they kept so him I in. feel like that's that's not only trust in Pajinko but it also means that he's probably solidifying that backfield for him so yeah, he's a starter on uh, an offense that can easily get a catch a pass catch from Mahomes into the tight into the, if they're covering yep. if they're covering uh Kelsey if they're covering the wideouts on the outside it's a quick here shuffle pass right into the end zone I feel like I can get a couple of points with that the for other, sure the other reason I like this move um it's getting close to the waiver or to the roster cap yes. for keepers so this is probably the perfect time to pick him up before if he does well yeah that's, um, that's another thing if ceh gets off the team in the offseason yeah. then he's an easy keeper for me next year easy yeah easy 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 yeah yeah i think he's 14th or thir- no 13th round keeper yeah which so is- I, I made sure i drafted him a little <laughs> bit early uh yeah. next up you have dalton Schultz going for 36 dollars to brian outbidding chris's 26 dollars. this one i feel like uh i really wanted schultz as well he's uh stacked now yeah with oh, Dak. Yeah. Because yep. I'm starting Dak pretty much the rest of the season. Uh-huh, we got more uh, QB tight end. Yeah, stacks. so so I got I got my Q, QB tight end stack. Uh, Dalton Schultz has been really connecting with Dax the last couple of weeks. He's he's basically turning into the week the the uh, round five draft pick that I wanted him to be. Yeah, uh, this late in the season, you know, better late than never, right? So uh, I understand why Chris put the 26 in losing his tight end, um, but I yeah I, I spent the money because I really wanted that stack. <laughs> and then speaking of tight ends, this was the tight end I thought Chris was going to go for. Yes, uh, Cole. Kamen goes for $33 to Christian, outbidding Gooby, $32, beating him with that single dollar, mm. and Brian, your $17. And the funny thing is I would have never got Cole Komet because I got Dalton Schultz. It was the same waiver to drop Gerald oh, Everett. Nice. It was the same. So, so that that is interesting that it still showed that I bid the money that I would never get him. I, but, like, yeah. I always like that move. Yeah, but I do like Cole Komet. I didn't like Cole Komet as much as Dalton Schultz, obviously, because yeah. I wanted the stack. But Cole Komet has been on fire with Justin Fields the last yep. two weeks. He did go down at the end of the game. Um, yeah, but, he, though, but he got kneed in the thigh, yeah, so he, that's nothing new. He got kneed in the thigh and like, the side of the knee, and right that, into, just, that just hurts. Right into the <laughs> IT band. So yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That takes your leg out for like five minutes. But moving forward, I think this might be the solution to Christian's uh, rotating door at yeah. the tight end position. I would have really liked to see Chris also join in the uh, QB Tight end stack uh, squad. To be fair, Chris did put 26 on Dalton Schultz, and I don't yeah. think a lot of people were looking at Dalton Schultz. Mm. If I didn't bid that, I he could have easily got him. I, I talked to Chris about Cole Komet like that morning, like yeah. the morning or the night before, and I mean it would have been. Yeah. I mean it would have been a nice stack for him too. Yeah. So that's that's is surprising. So yeah. Next up, Brian, you take uh, Drake London for thirty three dollars. Man, you were spending money this, this well, week. Well, I had a tw- one hundred twenty six dollars, Joe, and I, I felt like I, this was the time to use it because I need to I need to do everything I can to prevent the slide. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drake London, I really liked because of the couple buys that are going on, especially week fourteen. This is yep. kind of set up for that because I have pit, I have a ton of people on buy week fourteen. Yep. Pittman uh, and a bunch of other people receiver wise. So um, this is insurance in case there is a big gap between me getting Hollywood and Chase back. Okay. I think. Uh, 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 London has a couple. He did we- pick up a touchdown last week. 
He picked up a touchdown last week, and he's got really, really good matchups the next, like, two or three weeks. So I really wanted to just secure a, a wide receiver in case anything happened. Next up, we have Van Jefferson going to Christian for $28, outbidding Goobies for 16 This is obviously the pickup to uh, offset the Cooper Cup yep. uh, injury. You know, looking at this, I'm really surprised Mike didn't try to make a move. I'm that, surprised that, that Mike – yeah. That Mike, was another thing about the trade was I wanted to get it done before waivers. Yeah, I understand that. But it is surprising Mike's not even under 100 fab, and he didn't make a move on any of these guys. Yeah. So it's a little like, hey, why what not? What are you doing? Why not? Why do, you can yeah. drop a little little bit of a slack on your team there. Or Johnny, to be fair. Johnny, I mean, he didn't even put a bid in on a lot of these no. guys. Next up, we have another $1 win. Uh, Christian Watson going to myself for $26, outbidding Dom's 25 and Brian's 22 Again, wouldn't have gotten him because I'd got Drake London, but... <laughs> But uh, I was on the fence on who I'd want to target this waiver. It was either Drake London or Christian Watson. Both of them were uh, ranked within the top 30 moving forward. Yeah. Uh, and the reason why I didn't take Chris Watson is because of his injury history. That's fair. Because uh, he's been banged up. And the reason why he broke out this week is because he's been injured the last nine. Yeah. So I was a little scared about it. Um, the match that happened already, we'll talk about that in a yeah. bit. Uh, but yeah, I, mean, I, think, he, I think it was a good pickup overall. Somebody needed to get him. Someone needed, he needed to, get to get off waivers. He needed to get off waivers. Yeah. The scary part about him is he doesn't have many targets, but the targets he is getting, he's making the most of. Mm -hmm. Or he's getting the targets when you want him to get the targets. Yes, which is a good move overall. He's going to be scary moving forward. You just got to hope he stays healthy. Yep. So it's going to be, we'll see how that works out. Uh, next up, Paris Campbell going to myself for $21. Um, he's shown. Great chemistry with Matt Ryan. Mm -hmm. um, he didn't play well though previously when I picked him up because yes. Sam Ellinger was in. Yep. Um, but Matt Ryan is back with Jeff Saturday now under coach. Um, I think this is going to be an interesting one because Michael Pittman was drawing double coverage that yeah. game. So it's really going to be if if Paris Campbell starts doing well, they're going to shift the double coverage to him, and then Pittman's going to go. It's going to uh, be like I a, always think I always think Pittman's going to be the one that that pulls the coverage. Yes. Well, well, I mean, it depends because Pittman yeah. Pittman has been getting open, but again, that whole offense is kind of shifty. But I do like the pickup for you, especially with the aforementioned uh, wide receiver drought yep. on your team. Yeah, so. picking up Christian Watson and Paris Campbell does definitely help that out. Definitely both, especially it. since I've always played. Uh, this season as wide receiver light yes it's time to get rid of those um those high upside guys and try and get yeah. some some secure points yeah now i think moving from week 10 to week 11 you got to get rid of your lot of tickets and get your uh 10 point guys yep. you got to get your 10 point guys in now next we have uh trey mcbride another tight end going to dom for five dollars this is a pick make up for zach Ertz going down very so surprising that he didn't go after schultz or cole Komet. i know he sticks with the arizona maybe he wants to save money for I, well, he doesn't have a lot of money. So he doesn't have a lot of money, why. but he could have at least bid on Schultz and Komet. I don't. I mean, I understand that this is the guy replacing Ertz, but is he? Has he been doing? Has he done I don't anything? Know. Like, and Kyler's hurt. That's a little questionable. I yeah. mean, you have Hollywood coming back. You have Rondell Moore. You have DeAndre Hopkins. It seems like it could be a um, target, like spread out. Um, does Col does Trey McBride actually give you anything? I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I th and I think James Conner can catch uh, pa catch passes as a pass catching back too. So it's a little bit of a weird move. Yep. Uh, then we have the Ravens defense going for five dollars to Kevin, uh, outbidding Gooby's one dollar. Don't understand this. Even if it's a good matchup, that is more stack on your Ravens. Going, going with uh, Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, and the Ravens defense. If those Ravens have a bad game, your team is basically screwed. Yeah. So your special teams and your one and your one off guys. It's it's a weird move, but I mean it it can it can work out, I guess. Then you have Evan McPherson going to Kevin for five dollars. Kicker, kicker move. That's nothing nothing to talk about really. 
Next, we have Deshaun Watson go to Christian for $3. I actually really like this move. I do, too. Even if Deshaun Watson is rusty in the beginning, it could be something to uh, settle into uh, your situation, especially because Kyler is hurt, mm-hmm. and he's been uh, playing a little wonky some days. Definitely, he's been having some hard away games for sure. The um, best part about it, though, he will now be a week uh, fi- or round 15 keeper. Yes, that is and true. And you get him before he goes on to the bidding war. Yes, though he does have to play uh, week 13 or 14 to be able to be kept. Which so. looks like he will be, sure. but sure, sure, um, sure. yeah, like this move. Yes, 100%. Um, Melvin Gordon, uh, next up for $0 to me. You want to you know a secret? I almost put a bid in for Melvin. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It was going to be 0. Okay. It, it was going to be 0. I'm like, if I swear to God, if I get Melvin. You would have No, I wouldn't have because I would have had to drop uh, somebody else that I would have oh, already okay. made a waiver. But it was going to be like a latch, like a, like a last ditch. Like, if I don't get anybody I want on waivers, Mel- Melvin Gordon is going to Melvin go. Gordon actually has a good matchup this week. Um, yeah, even as much as I hate the guy, he's hard to ignore 10 points every week. Yeah. It's, it's another one of those guys that should probably be on some. And team. this was also for me, um, Zeke insurance, uh, yeah, like I didn't fair. do last week. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then last up, Darius Slayton to Dom for $0. Yes. Uh, again, that's just a good Giants play. Just a, another uh, wide receiver to Dom's other team. Yeah, yeah, though he has been making a lot more moves. The wide receiver's not that bad. Uh, wa- rounding out the waivers um, outside of the waiver um, uh, list, we have Gooby picking up Devontae's people Jones. I thought he was going to be somebody that was – Wavered. I thought about it. Yeah, I think I think he he definitely needs to be picked up, especially with Deshaun Watson possibly coming back and exploding that offense on the wide receiver side. Definitely good. Chris missing Dalton Schultz picks up Hayden Hurst. I like that too, especially because it's Cincinnati, so he has the stack, the stack. with goes, Joe Burrow. Yeah, so <laughs> so that's good. Um, and then and then Chris also picked up uh, uh, Chargers wide receiver uh, Carter, uh, and then a bunch of uh, uh, quarterback pickups um, and nothing really. Crazy. Uh, the funniest one, um, Lolly picking up Russell Wilson, <laughs> saying in chat, let's ride. let's ride. And then one day later, or a couple days later, when he clears waivers, uh, drops Russell Wilson for Daniel Jones. top 10 quarterback Daniel Jones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll see. A uh, big surprising move, though, from Lolly, I think, is uh, dropping Claypool for Collins. Nico Collins. I like Nico Collins a lot. I have him in my Dynasty League. But I, I think Claypool is like on the cusp of doing something. But again, you can't keep and hope yeah. that Claypool is going to do something if you got somebody that can get you 10 points. Yeah. So, All right. That wraps up our waiver wires. Let's move on to the week number 11. We have buys for this week. We have the Tampa Bay Bucks. We have the Miami Dolphins, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Seattle Seahawks. Those are pretty high-powered offenses for sure, um, especially the Bucks and the Dolphins. That's going to hurt a lot of teams moving forward in this. Uh, and then the Jaguars, uh, that's going to be cornerstones for uh, uh, Lolly and um, Christian. And then the Seahawks, obviously, that's just a wide receiver core over there and uh, Kenny Walker for you. We also have a weather up Update: We have like six feet of snow in Buffalo. Yeah, that's going to be insane. <laughs> um, the move, the the game got moved to Detroit, so now Cleveland and Buffalo will both be playing in Detroit. Yes. Um, Buffalo was having trouble getting out of Buffalo. Did they make um, it? The they are scheduled to leave sometime around now, okay. um, Saturday afternoon. Mm. Uh, the airport is open, so now they just have to try and get the 
dig the players out of their houses and get them to the airport so they could get onto Detroit. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I was talking to my dad, and my dad's like, "Oh, they played in the snow before." I'm like, "Yeah, not two feet of snow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's gonna they, be insane." Snow they fall. played in the snow, but they also want to make it safe for all the fans. Yes, they're the fans. not. They're not playing the game without the fans. Yeah, exactly. So you can't have the fans driving to the stadium and getting stuck in the roads on the way there and back. So it's definitely, it, although it's in a weird position with Detroit, it's definitely better for everybody involved, and it's going to be an easier game to play. Good but thing it's something. But it's something to take into account because now they're both going to be away. Yeah, and good thing about Detroit is it's a neutral field. Um, yes. Both teams play in the AFC, so NFC team, dome, so now you don't really don't have to worry about weather. Yes, 100%. Um, we'll see how it actually plays out. I think it'll help both teams for sure because if this game continued in that snowfall, it was going to be sit everybody on that Yeah, team. and we'll see how like the, uh, the weather interrupted – practice see if that affects yep. anything yep i think that's why they left so late is because they had to get those practices and yeah. they had to get make sure everybody was good but moving into the first matchup of the week week 11 matchup we're gonna have joe versus lolly moving into this matchup joe you got kenneth walker jeff wilson and jason myers on by lolly's got tua travis ntn and jalen waddle i think this is way more of a hard bye week for lolly than it is yeah. for you i am getting I, I am on my revenge tour from earlier in the season and i am getting really lucky with buys uh, yes. coming up in the next few weeks Yes, yes. Uh, first, uh, this is a matchup from week two. Week two, Lolly beat you by a point. Yep. Uh, 109 to 108. Joe's looking to really track this back and get that win back from Lolly. Oh, yeah. And I think right now I'm on the inside edge to do so. Uh, we already had the Thursday night games go off. Christian Watson ends up getting 19 points, grabbing two touchdowns on four receptions. Which is a scary stat line, but one that helped you out this week. It's yep. going to be something to look for in the weeks to come. And Lolly forced to play A.J. Dillon only puts up 2.8 points. Yes, that that's probably uh, a little disappointing, but probably expected from A.J. Dillon. Yep. You're not going to really expect too much, but it's just it's the way the body's hit, obviously. Um, looking at the matchup going forward, hmm... Joe, I'm going to say right now that as much as the Chargers have been sucking, I think your stack's going to get under 20 this week. Ooh. I don't think under 20. That, that's a bold prediction. Are you talking it, about Mahomes-Kelsey? I'm talking about Mahomes-Kelsey, yeah. Or Mahomes-Tony? Well, okay, your triple stack? Okay, <laughs> I, I got the triple stack. I think your triple stack's going to get under 40 then. Um, <laughs> I mean, all right, looking back at week number one yes. or week number two, yeah. which is also the same week I played Lolly, yes. Mahomes uh, put up 17 points against the Chargers. Mm -hmm. I believe Kelsey put up like seven. Yes. Um, and he got stopped at the goal line a couple times. Yeah, they they had, they read Kelsey like a book um, game. I don't think so. But I mean, obviously, you yeah, hope I don't it doesn't think happen. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think it's going to be a harder matchup than you think. I don't think those points are guaranteed. Mm -hmm. But uh, newly acquired Christian McCaffrey's got a great matchup against Arizona on yep. a Monday night game. So t time to rest, time to read the oh, playbook, go over stuff. I got to change. Um, you got CD Lamb going up against Minnesota. I think this game, that game, is either going to be a complete dud or a massive shootout. I could massive. I shootout. could see that. <laughs> so I, I obviously I have Dak. So I hope uh, there's a lot of touch passing touchdowns that game. But CD Lamb, I think, is going to go. I think he's going to go off against Minnesota. That's going to be great. Um, and then you got Melvin Gordon starting in Vegas, and uh, Melvin Gordon yeah, is nothing. Nothing to say about that. I mean, <laughs> Melvin, I'm, I'm still, I'm still up in the air. Um, the other option I do have is Paris Campbell. Yeah, um, that I was thinking of, but Melvin Gordon does have the matchup, so I'm leading that way. Mm -hmm. um, the big risky thing is I'm going to go into this week right now mm -hmm. without a kicker. Yeah. So you're going to what? Pick up a kicker for the Monday night game? I don't know yet. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it out. So you're going to say, hey, do I need a kicker by the end of the week? Because you yes. don't want to drop anybody on your bench? Yes. Um, it's uh, it's good. I don't. 
my options right now are to drop Kieran Williams or um, Jalen Warren. Um, I might make a move after the one o'clock games, depending on Kier- how Kieran does. Uh, yeah. I might make a, a move after the four o'clock games, depending on how Jalen Warren does. Yeah, um, I'd say. So I'm gonna play it a little risky this week. I'd say Jalen Warren's probably the better drop. But I wish he was playing at one. Yeah, yeah, that's that's probably yeah. But I'm gonna hold it out. Um, I I've been scouting some kickers. Um, but if I don't need to make a move, um, I I'll know by probably those four o'clock You'll games. Know by the end of the four o'clock games, seven o'clock. So you can either get a kicker for the eight o'clock, the, the or night the Monday game, night game, or the Monday night game. And I don't think those kickers are taken. So uh, there's at least one or two kickers that are um still available. Uh, we still got to figure out who. What's going on with the Arizona kicking situation right. and the Chargers kicking situation? Because right. um, they've been back and forth with injuries. Yeah, yeah. Though I don't think Lolly's going to get it, uh, make it easy for you. He's got Daniel Jones against Detroit. I think he's going to get a really good game out of that. Um, Saquon Barkley's again going against Detroit. I think that's going to be a great, uh, especially if he's getting a couple shuffle passes mm-hmm. to Saquon. That's going to really hurt you with a stack. Um, Allen Robinson has a good matchup against New Orleans, and Brandon Cooks has a good matchup against Washington. I think the scary things about Lolly is uh, T.J. Hawkinson against Dallas and Devontae Adams against Denver. Those are not good matchups. Yeah, they're not good matchups, and I, I'm not, I actually don't really like Allen Robinson. He has a good matchup, but good matchup. I just don't trust the Rams right now, especially with Cooper Cup going down. Well, that's the thing. Allen Robinson's going to get targets because Cooper Cup went right, down. Right, but so. I just don't. I just don't trust the Rams as as a whole. The Rams, I don't especially know how... is is Matt is Matt Stafford playing. That's a big thing, yeah. If Matt Stafford's playing, then that's obviously going to change what's going on over there. But I do like uh, Allen Robinson a lot more than I did last week with uh, Stafford going. If if Stafford's playing, if Stafford's playing, so I think I think it's something you got to do. At mm-hmm. least try it out because I mean, looking uh, obviously we read through the the buys for a lot. He doesn't have a lot of options. It's going to be no. starting Nico Collins or uh, Dotson. I wouldn't start either of those over Allen uh, Robinson. So we'll yeah, see, we'll see how it goes. I think. I think you're going to take this one by 15 points. Okay. I think you're going to take this one by 15 points, not saying the score, because I think it's going to be very volatile. I think it's either going to be a high-scoring or a very low-scoring game for both of you. But I think you're going to take it by 15, obviously. You have no say. It is your matchup. Yep. Um, moving on to the next uh, uh, matchup, it's going to be me versus Chris. Uh, I have Raheem Mozart on by. Chris has Mike Evans on by. Week two, coming back from the bachelor party, Chris said, hey, Stefan Diggs, help me out. Stefan Diggs dropped bombs on me. Uh, he won 154 to 109. This one, uh, going up against the top guy in the league is never fun. Yep. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if it's still going to be – I don't think it's going to be fun at all. Uh, nope, good nope. thing is you do have the counter, uh, Justin Fields, to, with Darnell Mooney. Yes. Um, but who knows if Justin Fields is actually going to pass the ball or if he's just going to run all over the Atlanta defense. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's see. You have the stack, Dalton versus and Dak. Mm-hmm. I'm really worried about this Buffalo um, – Browns game. I don't know how it's going to go. I think that because they moved it to Detroit, Nick Chubb is a must-start, obviously. Yes. But uh, I think that Chubb is shifty enough that he's going to get at least one touchdown against bu- Buffalo, especially with the way they played last week. Okay. I think that Buffalo defense is good, and it's uh, definitely uh, – it'll go against Chris's defense. So it's a double-edged sword there. Because yep. if they stop Chubb, Buffalo's going to get a ton of points in their D. So I think it's one of those risks that I have to take against Chris. Yep. Um, the one thing I will say, I do have Swift and Jamal Williams playing right now, but that is not going to probably stay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm probably going to start Pajenko and – maybe Brian Robinson. They both have really good matchups against Houston and uh, the Chargers. So I I just 
don't know what's going to happen. The th- the big question mark here is if Marquise Brown clears injuries, the injury report, I might put him in the lineup. Okay. Even though even if he clears, he's practicing right now, but he's not off IR. So so you actually hope that Marquise comes in because that hurts um, DeAndre Hopkins, that hurts Rondell Moore, both which uh, Chris is playing. Yes, and Hopkins um, is limited in practice too. Yes. So that's the thing. Hopkins was. Was no practice Thursday. Came back yesterday with a hamstring injury, yes. which could linger, which could pop up at any time during the game. So that's your hope for that. Um, I don't like Chris's uh, Darrell Henderson um, play at all. No, because like you just said, your feelings on the Rams there. Yeah, um, the Rams are probably uh, hurt, really hurt. Um, the thing is, though, Chris doesn't really have a lot of options to get to put to sub in for Henderson if he's going to sub in another uh, running back. Unless he moves like you know things around there, I mean Henderson is currently in the flex. But do you trust Mike Williams if he plays? A little hurt. Do you uh, trust? Do you trust Carter you if he plays? It, it, do you trust? Uh, you know. That's why I think Chris needs to make some type of move. Yeah. Um, well, we all know that Chris's team could change vastly between now and the one o'clock game. Bold starting. prediction, even though it looks like it's a monster matchup. Yes. Justin Fields is going to get seventeen points. Seventeen. He's going to get under twenty. We'll, under, we'll, call, under 20. we'll call under twenty. Yeah. Well, yeah. Geez. And uh, I'm gonna, I don't know if I can pack that up against Atlanta. I know. It's, it, it, Ooh, that's I think a bold trap game. That's a bold prediction. trap game. I'm probably gonna be wrong, but um, <laughs> right now Chris has the projections. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna say uh, if Chris keeps Darrell Henderson in his lineup, mm. Brian, you're gonna win uh, uh, one fifteen to one ten. Okay, and I will say my bold move for my roster is gonna be maybe starting Drake London. Ooh. Depending on what what happens, I'm gonna make a ton of decisions between now and the one o'clock. So what about Pacheco? Yep, I, I'm putting Pacheco in for sure, probably, and I'm putting Brian Robinson. I don't know if I'm gonna. The, the, you know what? My older, my other bold roster position. I might sit Swift and Williams this week. Ooh, that would be spicy. I think I think I might do it because they're they're both running on half steam because uh, uh, Williams w- had an illness over the course of this week, and I don't know what's going on with Swift. Plus. Uh, uh, this isn't even fandom. Giants' uh, run defense has been pretty solid this this year, so it's gonna, it's going to be it's going to be. I'm going to end up on a list next week, Jim. <laughs> I'm going to end up on a list. I'm ending up on a list, and if I'm going to make uh, risky plays, this I think is the week to do it against the top guy in the league. So it's going to be interesting. Chris's team has been on a roll, so we'll see if he's going to keep that roll going yep. or if he's going to fall a little bit like I'm predicting. A hundred percent. Moving on, we have Dom versus Johnny. This was our matchup of the week back in week number two. Um, Dom got the win, 103 to Johnny's 96. Back then, we'll see if Johnny could change it. Dom has Leonard Fournette, Rashad White, and the Seahawks defense on by. Johnny has Miami's Dolphins defense, which he dropped. Um, so he so, has no one on by. Yeah, uh, this one obviously, I think this is actually a decent buy for Dom. Even though you're losing Fournette and Rashad White, I'd like to see both of them get healthy. Yep. But next week is going to be a horrible decision to say who's going to run that backfield with no information this week. It's going to be a little rough. Little preview for week number 12. No buys. No buys? No buys. Oh. Okay, 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 okay. Um, yeah, this one, all right, we all know where Johnny is in this league. We're not going to sit here and pretend that Johnny's not last in the league and needs wins. That being said, I'm not saying this because I think Johnny needs wins. I think Dom's matchups look terrible. They this look week. terrible. Um, good thing for Johnny, Justin Herbert had 23 points against Kansas City earlier in the season. Yes. Um, so he has to pray for that to happen again. Though back then they did have Mike Williams, so we'll yeah. see what he does with the, the injured uh, Chargers offense yep. here. 
Um, Cordell Patterson could have a big game. He's going to need to bounce back. Um, I think, I think, um, what he get like twenty points between Cordell and Deontay Foreman. I think they're still going to put up. I think I think Cordell. About, I think combined they'll put up at least uh, no more than twenty five points. No more than twenty five total. No more than twenty five total between oh. Cordell and Deontay Foreman. So you think combined they're they're not going to top twenty five? Yes, that's where you're wrong. I think at least half of Johnny's points are going to come from both of them. Okay, at least half of the of half of his points. I think Herbert's going to be in another trap game. I think he's going to Herbert's going to get under twenty. Uh, Patterson and Foreman are going to get half his points. Gabe Davis is going to be. Gabe Davis is going to get a touchdown, and I think uh, Higgins is going to not perform either. Oh. But, but I was going to say Higgins is going to have a good game. I think Higgins might have a good game, but I think it might be a little bit of a trap because Higgins hasn't been doing well with Jamar Chase being out. He hasn't. He's been he's been very lackluster, and the whole offense has kind of been so, lackluster. All right. Um, let's just run through Dom's team because Dom's team's pretty much set. You have Jalen Hurts. Yeah, Jalen, you're, gonna be, you're not going to sit Jalen Hurts, but that that's a little bit of worry about that stack. They're going in Indy. It's going to be a tough matchup for them. Uh-huh. Uh, Damian Pierce against Washington. That could be touched. I think he's going to be around that 10, 11 points. He's yeah. not going to do much more than that. Yeah, yeah. Especially with Washington getting off a huge morale yep. boost against that Eagles ga- uh, game they won. Whoo, yeah. Uh, Jacoby Myers. That's a little. Bit, that's an interesting one. It's against the Jets. He did put up sixteen points against the Jets earlier. Um, we'll see if he could do that again. Yeah. I, I just don't like his matchups. Um, Debo, he has a good matchup, but like we said, that's a run first offense. We'll see yep. how he's used. I hate Trey McBride. I hate I, that I hate, move. I hate Trey McBride in his lineup too. I hate it. Um, and, and I also don't it, like Kamara it, again. I can't trust Kamara this season. Yeah. So I'm always going to be against Kamara, and he doesn't look like he has a good matchup against the Rams. But, yeah, I think Trey McBride can easily be traded for – I mean, Don, Don could pick up Gerald Everett. I just dropped <sighs> Gerald Everett. And for the Chargers, he could pick him up and probably do way better than that. Though, yeah. I, I would love for him to prove me wrong, but it's a bad matchup against San Francisco. Yeah. San Francisco's really good against the short pass. And it's going to come down to the tight end battle. They're both playing on Monday night. So it's going to come down to – that's where I'm going to put it. It's going to be very close going into Monday night. It's so, gonna, winner's going to be whose tight end does better. Okay. So that means it's going to be Johnny. I trust George Kittle more than I do Trey I McBride. trust George Kittle a ton more than Trey McBride. Uh, the thing is, my, my big question to you is. Trey on, McBride has 5.1 fantasy points on the season. Well, yeah, because he was playing behind Zach Ertz for most on of the, the season. season. Yeah, he was playing behind Zach Ertz. That's, you can't you can't you can't do a history on Trey McBride when Zach Ertz has been their top. Uh, Last time guy. he got points besides the one point something he did this week was week number four with four with a uh, outside of, outside of the bold prediction that I made for Johnny's team. My bold prediction is if Kyler Murray doesn't play, Dom's losing. Uh, also, big question I want to ask you: Can Dom afford to sit Odell Beckham on his bench and just have I nothing was, happen? I was just thinking the same. I don't think so. One move I think Dom's going to make is uh, putting in Darius Slayton. I think he's got. I like Slayton. I like Slayton over Deontay Johnson, um, especially in the matchup. It's. I think that's what he has to do here. I think you put in Slayton over Myers. I think that Myers game and the history, the history of the Myers game, is a little bit of a fluke, especially because Myers is the top option over there, right? Yep. Either way, one of those, one of his flex spots have to go. Put in Darius Slayton. You know, play your fandom at this point. Um, move it over. What do you think, Johnny? Does Johnny make any moves? I don't think he will, though. I His think bench he should. has a lot of good matchups. He has Gus Edwards against Carolina, Devin Singletary, Elijah Mitchell, Keenan Allen. If he comes back, James Palmer. Um, I think you might have to slide in Elijah Mitchell. I think sliding in Elijah Mitchell is a good move. Elijah Mitchell for Curtis Samuel. Does Keenan Allen play this week? 
They're efficiently questionable for the week. So do you trust Keenan Allen as a starter? I think you do. I think you have to play yes. Keenan Allen. I think you play him over Curtis Samuel yeah. immediately. Play Curtis. Play Keenan Allen over Curtis Samuel. Play, you know what, I'll g- play Devin Singletary over Najee Harris. Cincinnati's got a good run defense. I don't think Johnny has obviously hate for Najee Harris. Uh, uh, Pickens or George uh, Pickens is going to run the ball in. He's been he's been a very Kyler Murray esque running the ball in at the goal line. Najee Harris hasn't been the guy. My bold prediction is uh, jo- Johnny should play Singletary and Keenan Allen, and both of them will score the other half of his points. Okay. All of his points from four people this week. It's going to be two on his bench if he keeps it this way. Two on two in his team. Dom, if. Uh, if uh, uh, Kyler Murray doesn't play, he's going to lose, and I think that Dom needs to. I mean, I, I don't want to say drop Odell, but I, I he, with the way yes, he, with the drop way him. there's yeah. no news on him. Like, well, they said he could sign in a couple weeks, but in a couple weeks you're going to be in the playoff bubble, yeah. and you're just, he's not going to help gonna you. Trust him in your playoffs. If he comes back week 13, you're not going to start him. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, exactly. So and and then if, and what if you make it to playoffs, you're going to immediately, immediately start him. What is he going to do? If he goes to the Cowboys, he's not going to learn the playbook in two moves. Yeah. He just got he just got back from surgery too. You have no idea who how he's going to be. I understand why you picked him up with the bye weeks this week. I think you can definitely do something. Trade him out for another tight end. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I'm going to say Johnny's going to take this. It's, it's going to flip around. Once again, though, both teams under 100. This will be. Ooh. Uh, you just love the under 100 yeah. uh, prediction for Johnny's yeah. games. Yeah, 97 and 91. Oh, okay. No, okay. 97 to 89, Johnny. Okay, Johnny, not breaking 100. You love to keep him in the basement. I love to keep him in the basement. I mean, prove me wrong. Yeah, fair, <laughs> fair. His highest score of the week was, of the season is 114. Yeah, that's not the best. <laughs> Prove me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, moving on, we have Christian versus Mike. And I will start off. Mm-hmm. So Mike made this trade. Yes. So that means he's made moves as into his lineup. As you should. Thursday night game went off, Brian. Yes. Mike has no flex players. Yep. Aaron Jones, Adam Lazard in his flex spot, clogging that up. Mm-hmm. Probably the worst, the, the most egregious sin of this since we yeah. started the season. And it's not like he left them there from the week before. He just got Aaron Jones. Yeah. He just moved him into his lineup. Yeah. Lazard was definitely there from the week before, but Aaron Jones does not make sense. You could have at least put Aaron Jones where Gibson is. You could have put Lazard in for uh, Terry McLaren. Just, I don't understand it, Joe. I so, don't understand it. So, so one day, one day it'll be, it'll one be day t- it'll bite somebody. It'll bite somebody, and then they will know, as we know, that you should not start your Thursday night games in your flex spot. End of story. So week number two, Christian blew up, um, beating Mike 166 to 104. Yes. Uh, with the name change back then. Yeah. Um, this week, Christian's got Tyree Kill and Christian Kirk yep. on by. Mike's Mike got, got no nobody. One. But that doesn't really matter. Well, yeah, now. <laughs> um, so. Thursday night game goes off. Mike's already has 38 points, uh, 19 points from Rodgers, uh, 11 points from Aaron Jones, 8 points from Lazard. How do you feel the rest of this matchup's going to go? The rest of the matchup for Mike? Or both of I mean, yeah. I say that Mike keeps keeping in Antonio Gibson and Terry is a little scary. Oh, yeah. But, you know what? Okay. I think well now you can't, but I th- I was gonna say now I I say you switch James out. Robinson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was about to say play James Robinson against New England instead of you Terry, can't. but now you can't because now he needs a uh, wide receiver. Yeah, so he can only sub in uh, MVS for Scary Terry if yep. he wants to trade. Jerry him out. Judy's out, so yeah. So Mike's down to Scary Terry and Devonta Smith. You're gonna start Jacobs. I like starting Gibson this week. Yep. 
And I like Devonta Smith, obviously. Indy's been pretty lackluster. Uh, Houston's pass defense has been surprisingly very good this season. Mm -hmm. I think their cornerbacks uh, are definitely the best part about that team. Uh, and that's why I don't like Terry at all. But I wouldn't put MVS in over him. So, Yeah, I don't think MVS is going to be the guy this week. No, um, no, 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 no. But <sighs> though, though, I mean, Juju's confirmed out. So if you're going to start MVS... Like this would be one of the better weeks to start him, but you don't start him over Terry, especially with with the because Terry is still the top guy over there. Um, I think that this flex lock is going to make Mike very, very. He needs to make a move, and the move he has to do is drop Marcus Mariota. He picked up Marcus Mariota yeah. before the Thursday night game, didn't play him, so get him off your roster. You don't need him there. Um, I did just get an update. The Bills team is on track to fly to Buffalo or from Buffalo to Detroit at 4 p.m. today, so in about two hours from now. Okay, that's good. Um, at, I mean, I think this is, unfortunately for Christian, I think Mike will still put up points with mm -hmm. the way his lineup's looking. Uh, Christian's obviously, he's starting Montgomery. I like that move against yep. Atlanta. Uh, he's starting Eckler. Um, I like Eckler against Kansas City. I think Kansas City's got a pretty okay run defense, So, and I think Eckler's been the guy to get it done this season. Yep. Um, big question marks are going to be from Tony Pollard and Amon Ross St. Brown. Okay. Those 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 I think are my big two question marks. I think I think Amon Ra's gonna be let down. Tony Pollard, um, I think Zeke's gonna be back, and he'll get about thirteen points. Because against Minnesota, Minnesota's been a pretty good defense. I like yeah. the I like the like thirteen fifteen points from Tony Pollard. Yeah. That's still a reason to keep him in your lineup, but it's gonna be a little rough going. Um, my question. I'm putting in Pat, uh, I'm putting in Cole Komet. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. My question is, he just picked up Cole Komet for thirty three dollars. Why is he not playing him over Pat Faramuth? Yeah, against Cincinnati in a windy, windy Cincinnati game under Cole Komet's in Atlanta. Atlanta's a very mm -hmm. weak defense. I, uh, maybe he knows something we don't. But yeah, I don't, I don't see why you're not starting the, you know, the your waiver guy this week. Um, outside of that, though, I really don't like Christian's wide receivers. I don't. So this matchup, it's, I, it's tough because he has his two big wide receivers out, Tyreek Hill and Christian Kirk, yes. both on bye. Yeah, th if, this, if really, you're going to face Christian, this is the week you want to face him because yeah. Christian Kirk has been the blow-up guy. Tyreek Hill's going to be the blow-up guy. I, uh, projections say Mike's going to lose by 10. I think Mike's going to win this week by 10. Ooh, Mike snapping Christian's um, streak after he jumps him in the standings. I, th I think he's going to do it. I think he's gonna do it. This, okay. this, is, this was this could easily be matchup of the week for sure, um, but I don't like it. Especially Kyler's out. Kyler's or, no, Kyler, no, no, no. Gonna be he's gonna be game time. So now you're you're game time. You just flip in uh, Deshaun Watson. No, no. Oh yeah. What? what he, oh no. He dropped. Uh, uh, what's his face? So yeah. Oh man. So if let's let's check the options. You you might have Russell up. You'll have Kirk Cousins. So I mean, you have some some room to play with. Russell might not. When to, what time does Russell play? Uh, he should come off third. Oh, he might not be off. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna be off. So you're not gonna have Russell. So, so you you have Kirk Cousins. Question yep. question is less more less less importantly who you can pick up. More importantly, who you gonna drop. That's true. Because you, you can drop Latavius Murray, who's picking up the back end of the uh, uh, Melvin Gordon deal over there. You got Van Jefferson, who you just spent waiver money on. Mm -hmm. You're not gonna, you might drop uh, Pat Faramuth. You've been dropping him all season. What's another drop? It's his know? boy, though. Yeah, his boy's been getting He's him. He's all about his boys. His boy hasn't been getting him points. His boy got him five points last week, and then the week before it was seven, and then 11, and then he was out, and then it was two. I mean, he's been very, very hot and cold, and when you have Cole Komet, you don't, you're not going to play him anyway. If Kyler does not play, Christian loses. I like that a lot. I like that a lot, but I think either way, even if Kyler does play, I think Mike's taking the win by 10, like I said before. 
but I think that low scoring, high scoring, I think it's going to be around one ten. Both of them. Both of them. Both of them around one ten. But Mike's going to pull it out in the end. Close. So like one fifteen, one one oh five matchup. I will say though, if anything, if anything happens to Mike's team, this flex play is going to screw him. His team is rigid as hell yep. with that flex lock. I don't like it at all. But I mean. What, this this will be the week to face Christian. I think Mike will take it. This yep. one, stop his role. We will see if Mike can stop the winning streak of Christian. Yes. Last but not least, we have our matchup of the week. This one's going to go to Gooby versus Kevin. Uh, Kevin having Tyler Lockett and Ryan Suckup on by. Gooby having Geno Smith, Chris Godwin, and DK Metcalf. Week one, this was a, a bit of a close game with Kevin losing to Gooby, 132.57 to 140.18. This is a little bit of revenge, too. This is when Kevin was chanting for name, name change. changes during the 1 o'clock games, like not even in the second quarter, in the first quarter, yeah. chanting for name changes. Ends up losing. And I honestly think that, that this could be a repeat of that. Um, well, the, this is this this is a potential to be a battle for that last baseman spot. Yes, depending on how weeks go, the loser of this is definitely slotted to at least go down to uh, eighth place, possibly yep. down to ninth place. Um, it doesn't help Kevin that uh, jo- Gooby already got Derrick Henry with twenty five points almost. Yep. Uh, starting off the Thursday game, the other th- but the big question is J- Gooby also has Juju sitting in his lineup. It's confirmed out. Yeah, and this is where I hate Gooby's um, his bench. Um, he is kind of stuck. Uh, he's got to get rid of Geno Smith at this point. Yeah. Um, you have Chris Godwin. You have DK Metcalf both on by. Hurts his wide receiver core for sure. Um, and your bench does not look good. You picked up Terrence Marshall last week. He didn't really do anything. I don't like him. I I'd, I'd say Isaiah McKenzie, don't like. Well, if you're going to pick play anybody, it's going to be uh, McKenzie over Hines, right? Yeah. Yeah, If yeah. you don't make a move, you're definitely putting in McKenzie over Juju. Yeah. So, I mean, he does have his Derrick Henry, uh, Jonathan Taylor, Rodmore Stevenson lineup go- going in. But Cortland Sutton's obviously going to benefit from uh, Jerry Judy going down. And Peoples-Jones, I think, is going to be a good play this week. So, I like Gooby's top half, but as always, his bottom half slash bench is looking a little rough. Yeah, he's and he's going to need it because they're both – I mean, Gooby ended his slide last week, but they're both on a fall. Um does Kevin look to continue it? I mean, you have Lamar Jackson, who's questionable. Is he is he actually hurt? Jackson is questionable, and Andrews is questionable coming off the bye. So that's never a good sign to be questionable coming out of your bye oh, week. No. That's right. They, they said that Lamar Jackson was ill, but he actually was having a kid. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But, uh, but Mark Andrews, Andrews was injured. He was injured two yeah. weeks ago. He had a knee and a shoulder injury. He was a little banged up. And he had a bye to heal that, and he didn't get all the way healthy he's going yeah. into the week questionable that's always concerning yeah i mean I, looking at kevin's team it's really rough um he's got bad matchups he's got that's bad the matchups. the worst matchup he has is that minnesota game yep. if it is a shootout uh justin jefferson's gonna definitely benefit from it i think dalvin cook will not get points this week the other thing is he also has away amari cooper yes yes he does so we'll see if if amari cooper uh continues the trend the trend or if both teams are away if it count, if it cancels Offsets. out and, and it equals a home game, <laughs> yeah, right. We'll see on that. Um, I do like Brandon Ayuk this week. I love Brandon Ayuk this week. Uh, I think that's going to be a good matchup. And the funny th- or the interesting is Kevin is playing the double tight end game. Yeah, I think no matter what, <sighs> I think you should put in DJ Moore, DJ Moore. or Michael I th- Carter. I think you should put in DJ Moore over uh, Higby. And really bold prediction here. 
really bold prediction. I say you start Michael Carter over Dalvin Cook. I think Dalvin wow. Cook is going to have a horrible game this week. Wow. I think he's. I think Dalvin Cook's going to be under ten easily, maybe under five points. All right. I will. Uh, I what I would do is I would move uh, Brandon Ayuk into the wide receiver slot and yeah. swap out Amari Cooper for Michael Carter. Okay. So you're playing Michael so Carter, DJ Moore. You're, you're saying it's an away game, Cooper. Yeah. Okay. So sit Cooper, sit Higby, play Moore, play Michael Carter. If you really want to be bold. Um, since he's going to the game, play Wandell Robinson, who will probably end up with 2.5 points again for the third I week. think that this game will be lost by Kevin, and I think Kevin will go full-blown panic mode next week. I think that this is going to be – I think that Kevin has the potential to become the super scared Johnny from last season yep. before Thanksgiving. And I think there's going to be a tr- – if Kevin loses this week – I almost guarantee you will see a really bad trade from Kevin going into the season. I don't know who he's going to be with. I don't know what he's going to do. But I think it's going to be a very scared, holy crap, I need something to be done right now. I need to make playoffs, not win the championship. Yep. I think it's going to be a very, very scary game. Uh, I, th- I think Kubi's going to take it. So Yeah. Yeah. And and I, I know I love Dalvin Cook, but I think he's going to have a terrible game this week. Terrible game. We'll see how it happens tomorrow. Yep. Though. And with that. Take us to church, Brian. Well, you see, every time I notice something, every time I, I sit here and I say, hey, let's bless the ankles, let's bless the, the, the wrist, let's bless this, somebody comes up with an injury of that caliber. In the, No butts, though. No, you you blessed, you said you <laughs> said know. the tailbone. You said somebody's breaking a tailbone. I'm like, that's kind of serious. Um, so what we're going to happen here is legit we're going to say bless the head because those concussions looked real nasty against Juju, and nobody wants to see anything like that. I like the new concussion protocol. But in terms of what I think is going to get injured this week that you really need to watch out for, I think it's going to be the ankle. I think Bless we're going to have ankles. I think we're going to have another ankle injury this week, and I don't want to see that either because that's a that's that's like a, a four week stint injury, and you never want to see that. So bless the ankles, bless the head, bless the head for sure. Uh, and yeah, yeah, just 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 pray for your team. Remember, get remember, boys and girls, you just have to v- cheer your team on and. And be upset when the other team scores, but focus on your team. The other team, yep. don't worry about their team. Your team has to get points to win. That's how it works. Amen, and we'll see you next week. Hallelujah.